from kelly podcast i'm your host kelly and today's episode features a manifestation coach Minnie, who has helped women around the world achieve their dreams currently based in spain she has traveled the world and now she shares her knowledge and insights on how to tap into the universe's energy to create the life you truly desire in this episode, she'll share her personal journey and techniques for transforming your life from the inside out. Get ready to be inspired by this beautiful soul, Manifest with Minnie. Hello, Minnie. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. How are you today? I'm really good, really, really good. It's nice and sunny and I'm excited to be recording. So yeah, I'm good. You're in Europe, right? Yes, I'm in Barcelona right now. And it's been, I'm like, I hate the rain. I hate cold weather, but it's been like raining for the past month. But now the sun is finally coming around. It's got some exciting things happening in my business and everything. So yeah, it's exciting times. That's so good to hear. And I'm so excited for you. Let's start off by talking a little bit more about mini. So you can go with like an introduction. Mm-hmm. Sure. So what I do uh, as an online coach is I help women who want to manifest a life of freedom, peace and abundance, but they feel held back by self-doubt, anxiety or past trauma. And so what I really try to do is break through the um what's the word kind of the surface level advice of like just staying positive and like you need to be positive all the time and really help women to follow the universal laws which include balance which include following your cycle which include the fact that it's so normal for you to have self-doubts and that we actually do need to look at those traumas and not push them down and push down the negativity and so that's really what I like to focus on and see the shift of people um, when they allow themselves to stop hiding from that negativity and stop being scared of negativity and how it actually allows you to open up to a world of so much more uh, positivity. And yeah, I started uh, before that I was working as a dancer and a dance teacher. I was also traveling the world doing that. I lived in China for a while and that was like kind of my my first manifestation was like manifesting that career, manifesting a seven year long relationship, started to manifest better friends. That was like the the big shift that I had. And I created that whole life. And then the pandemic came and I went back to my parents' house because I had to leave China. <laughs> and um, I was like, I was so lucky to have like my sister who was very spiritual and able to help me with things. and you know, just spending so much time alone as a teenager, like just studying spiritual books and mindset and personal development and all these different things had like set me up to be able to do that. But then I was like noticing that a lot of other people just didn't have that position or they'd never had anyone even mention these things to them or the things that they came across was, it was always like, I've read the secret. And that led them 
to feel like they needed to be positive all the time. And so there, there was a lot of confusion around how to move forward with it. And that's when I started Manifest with Mini. Oh, so good to hear. And I just wanted to ask you more on how did you start with manifesting? Did it come from like not having good mental health, having limiting beliefs about yourself? Or where did it all stem from? Yeah, so it absolutely did stem from that. And it was it was pretty young. I was around, um, well, let's say between 13 to 16, I mm-hmm. was struggling a lot with depression, anxiety, self-harm, disordered eating, just like all the things. Yeah. And um, for, of course that like, ripples into like what's going on internally is like reflecting in your external as well so friendships were like were very rocky and not good and I was a lot of the time attracting friendships and romantic things I mean obviously it's very young but you know you're still like interested in those things at that time and I was attracting a lot of very toxic and traumatic things to me that were uh, confirming and like re-traumatizing the doubts and the traumas that I already had. Um, just kind of growing up with like emotionally unavailable parents and also with my brother throughout my childhood who lived with me was like a, an addict and there was like violence and things like that. So I was attracting that energy back towards me and constantly just seeing this same like, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable and trying to and just and just feeling kind of stuck there and like hopeless and like I had no purpose and around that sort of time my sister really went through like a big spiritual awakening in her life and a lot of things shifted for her and so she started being and she could obviously see what was like going on with me so she was recommending oh like look at this watch this youtube video or like think about this and throwing these concepts out to me and I had studied them kind of before that phase when I was like 12 I was super interested in witchcraft and spirituality and studying all these things and philosophy and I kind of started to remember all those things that I had studied and be like actually how could I apply this into my actual life and that's when I started to try to change my mindset and to change my life and everything changed I like between that age of like turning to 16, 17, I started pursuing a career in dance. I got into a relationship, which then lasted seven years. I started to meet new friends and I just felt completely different in myself mm-hmm. and started to have a completely different attitude about myself at that time. And what's happened since then is, you know, like at that point, which I think a lot of people have when they first get into manifestations, you feel like you figured it out (laughs) and you're like, oh, now I've healed. And then, you know, seven years down the line or whatever, when things resurface in a different area or in different ways, you're like, oh my God, what's gone wrong? But I've, I've had that experience and I've realized that that's completely fine. Like you are going to go through those cycles of like being broken down and building yourself back up and realize like thinking you've totally healed one trauma and then it pops up again in a totally different way and you're like oh and just learning to like be peaceful and to not judge yourself and shame yourself through that process of it of it resurfacing Mm -hmm. definitely and you mentioned earlier about wanting to help women become their best selves would you say that this is your purpose I would say 
like what I've I've pondered that question before and I think like kind of what I came up with was to use my experience to help others to use my personal experience to help others and to raise the vibration of women and I feel like everyone's purpose is usually in their pain so it's it's really like um a weird feeling i think sometimes when you think about your purpose because it usually like hits you so deeply because it's it's so specific for you so i feel like my purpose is really about helping women and especially with those with like the pain that just feels like an ocean that's really big you know things like shame and transmuting that into freedom freedom mm-hmm. and peace and love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking a little bit more on your upbringing. So I also have a brother and a sister. And my sister and I, when we were younger, we weren't necessarily that close. But it was when we both went to uni and kind of had that time apart. And then we started talking again over the pandemic about spiritual things. So having more deep conversations. And that was when our bond really got better and we just understand each other to a different level now do you Mm. resonate with that to any extent yeah absolutely I mean like I told you about that time that was really Mm -hmm. transformational my sister was going through that that spiritual awakening and I think that having those like deep conversations and starting to really open up to her in, in that way about how I was feeling and things at that time was something that really built our relationship for sure Mm -hmm. and that really continued from there like whereas now we are able to do that still like you and I we're able to go to each other and say things that sound weird or talk about any like topic or any conspiracy theory like whatever it is or any just like feeling that we've been having and have that that safe space and I think that you can get that within friendships as well and I think it's important to know with friendships that like not every friendship has to be that way like sometimes you might have a friend who's like who's not spiritual at all or just doesn't, be- doesn't believe in those things and maybe you both just love like dancing together like you go to dance classes or you love doing art together or whatever it is you have something else and that's okay as well but I think having like some friends who are kind of on the same who see things a little bit similar to you of, of how the world works. Cause I think like when you go to someone with a problem or with an emotion you're having, but they, they're like processing it through a completely different filter. Cause they see the world in a totally different way. It can, you can feel misunderstood or it can feel hard for you to get that support that you're needing. So I think having like some friends or siblings that see the world like through a similar filter and are going to create a space for you where you can have complete non-judgment and whatever you're going to say to them is really 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 important for our healing journey and yeah for our well-being like I don't think that we're designed to do this stuff alone at all yeah for sure and Mm. for friendships I've noticed now that I'm in my mid-20s I like to Mm. keep people in my circle who I actually know that I can have these deep conversations with But I have been reading a lot, especially on social media, about like cutting out toxic energy, like not having people in your circle who are negative. Mm. Do you think that this has to be the case? 
Mm. That's a great question. I think that there are some things. It's like this. There's one quote, and I it goes something like this: like you always knew the answer, you just didn't want to do it. And I think there are some things, especially the things that are very cliche, like. Mm -hmm don't have negative people around you. You know, it's kind of sounds like a cliche, as you said, you might be seeing it all over social media. But I think the thing what we kind of just end up learning over and over again, no matter how much we try to fight it is the cliches are cliche for a reason, because it's probably just true. It's, it's kind of like an archetype, like an archetypal theme that is just going to hold true, like wherever you are in the world, whoever you are, that negative people will affect you same as like a negative environment like if you're living in a negative situation yeah. it's like you can fight against that you can do as much as you can but that's always going to be affecting you so i think like there are, it's also difficult because this categorizes people right into this person is negative and this person is positive and you know as a human we know it's really not that cut and dry. And mm -hmm. if you, if someone was in your circle for, for the first place, then there's obviously something that you see in them or something that you enjoy about spending time with them. So it might be difficult for you to put them in this box as they are a negative person. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just important to keep a track on checking in with your body. So after you've just before you go, if you're like getting a vibe from a person or you're not sure if this person is really serving, um a great purpose in your life and just check in with like your body before you go to meet them like how am i feeling right now what what sensations are happening in my body and check in like if you can just when you're with them just notice what's happening inside your body not necessarily what you're thinking but like physically what sensations are you feeling in your body and then same after check in with that and then through that you're gonna be able to recognize whether it's serving you to have this person in your life rather than necessarily having to try to look at are they negative or are they positive yeah yeah thank you for sharing that and more on manifest with mini what services specifically do you offer so i offer a one-on-one -on -one vip coaching package mm -hmm. which is kind of my signature thing which i've been doing since i started the business we go through my process which is refine release receive and so we go through that refine release receive process together with me coaching the person through it guiding them giving them all the resources and everything taking them from literal start to finish and the that's been like some really amazing transformations in there of people starting businesses making you know 10k months moving countries buying houses meeting the love of their life and all of these amazing things so that's just somewhere where i'm always excited to be mm -hmm. and then aside from that i also have some mini courses so i have a, a few a little handful of um, mini courses which are just um specifically focused on different topics so like i have uncover your blocks which is just for if you know that like you can feel like this block between you and your manifestation. You know, you might have like some past like traumas that are being triggered or something and you just want to learn like, what do I do about those things? Like, how do I know what my block is? That's like going to walk you specifically through that. I have the Mental Freedom Masterclass, which is just all about overthinking and how mm -hmm. to get out of that. Um, and I have the 12 Universal Laws Masterclass, which is just breaking you down like, okay, what what are the 12 universal laws how do they relate to manifesting just like what is the blueprint you know i will say it's kind of yeah. like 
this game of life, but we never got the rule book. And what I've seen is like the 12 universal laws has been the best version of like a, just something to find certainty in and get like a rule book to be like, oh, okay, this, this is how to do this. This is how to get forward in this way. And so, yeah, I have those masterclasses as well. Wow, that sounds so interesting. If I was a listener right now who just started learning in, learning about manifestation, which course mm. would you say is suitable for me? Mm. So I think it depends on what commitment you're like ready to to like invest in like the time you have and how how like how quickly do you want to move forward to that goal or what is your goal you know mm -hmm. because of course the, the biggest transformation is of course going to be going through that full refine release receive process and that is suitable for all levels of um you know practice within manifestation spirituality whatever so definitely like if you have that ability to commit in that way i would say that aside from there I think the next best place would be the 12 universal laws masterclass. So the way I see it, like with the masterclasses, if you want to do those, it kind of like goes in order of like the 12 universal laws, just so you have like a basic understanding of like, this is what we're talking about here. This is, mm -hmm. this is a game that we're playing and then uncover your blocks. So you can just get right there into the roots of things before you start trying to be positive and decide what you want to receive. We need to look at, okay, what do you need to what, let go of before we even have space for things to be coming in? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, mental freedom if, if you overthink as well. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds perfect for me. Maybe I should start on that course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd love to have you there. <laughs> Um, so more manifesting what would your definition of manifesting be many yeah <laughs> sorry so my definition of manifestation is bringing something into your reality actualizing something that mm -hmm. was in the ether so it was in your head or wherever it was it was an idea it was a vision and you actualize that into your 3d reality mm -hmm. And like what I always say is anything, and this wasn't mine, but I don't know where it came from though, but anything that can be done, anything that can be created within the laws of physics, within the laws of science that we live in, in this human world right now at this time can be manifested. And so that's, that's how you kind of know, like, what can you manifest? Like, can I manifest this? If it's possible within the laws of physics, then you can manifest it and, and bring it into your life. Ooh. Okay, what if someone just want to manifest, say, 10k pounds into mm. their bank account? How mm. would they go about doing this? Mm. Is it as easy as saying, oh, I'm going to write it down, I'm going to put it on my vision board, and then 10k is going to turn up in their bank account? Or is there more? Mm. so it can be that easy which is which is a lovely thing for me to to say but it's definitely like if you watch my content you'll see that i'm not really a write this down and tomorrow you're gonna have 10k type <laughs> of type of creator because we all know that's not that's not it's difficult as well because it degrades the trust of manifestation right and i think it makes it into this thing of like oh, that's so stupid. Like, oh, that's not realistic. And I'm like, this is the most realistic thing there is because everyone's doing it every day with mm -hmm. every choice they make. You know, if you 
go to, and get a college degree like you for a certain specific industry you're manifesting you're building towards that with all those choices you're manifesting that you know you're creating your life we're all creating our path each day Mm -hmm. but the thing is that would be possible if you are a person who has zero resistance to 10k like so all of the, the three things that you need to manifest something i believe it's possible i believe i'm worthy of it and I believe it's possible. I believe I'm worthy of it. And I believe it's safe for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when you believe when you believe those three things, that's not just affirming it either and saying like, yeah, yeah, that, that should be possible. That's your whole body is on board with it. Your subconscious being is on board with it. So if you have struggled in the past, you've seen people struggling, you grew up with financial trauma, you know, whatever it is, it's probably going to be very likely that your body is totally not going to be on board with the fact that it's possible for you it's safe and you're worthy of it so it's not just going to manifest instantly like that you're going to have to put in that work of of aligning yourself to those beliefs and secondly everything as as we learn in in the universal laws everything is a balance and so that's why all of our manifestations require sacrifices (laughs) and for some people that sacrifice again everyone is different because it's not like um a linear like transaction of like i'm going to give three hours of work and then i'm going to receive this amount of money back and like that's how we're used to things working like this this person-to-person transaction however with manifestation it's kind of like every bit of effort every bit of spiritual progress that you make every action that you take is like adding to a little bank account of yours of like your manifestation account so let's say one person manifests 10k and they've been working for the past 10 years on a business idea that business idea might blow up overnight the next day they have 10k in their bank and it looks like they didn't put in they didn't make any sacrifice for it however what you don't see is that 10 years of sacrifice that had already built up so they had the cash to cash out that 10k Mm -hmm. whereas another person may have just started manifesting they've never done any self-development they've never changed their beliefs they've never worked on an idea they've never been passionate about a career they've never put forth value in the world and so their bank account is a little bit low right now and they're going to have to take more steps make more sacrifices in order to fill up that bank account and get to that 10k Mm, i totally get you so as a beginner i don't think overnight they can manifest 10k it just seems a bit i want to be careful of my words but it just seems a bit (laughs) out of reach um but for you yeah um sorry go ahead no no it's okay I was just gonna say and the thing is as well I'd like I say to everyone it's just look at like if you want like most anyone who's kind of wanting to do that you're probably wanting like an easy path like you wanting to take an easy way out and like I've just seen the universe like never supports that so like mm-hmm. just look at why do you want this and like how yeah what what do you want it to make what do you think it's going to make you feel and like what are you trying to avoid by wanting to have this manifestation come to you because a lot of times we try to avoid to manifest the things that we our soul actually wants us to do and is actually going to be really beneficial for us but we want to just manifest it and like skip that progress what we're actually here on earth to to make Mm -hmm. and for your course your one-on-one mentorship do you help people or women kind of overcome their financial blocks yeah absolutely so 
the one-on-one course is is very personal as well it's it's a set structure but whatever goal you're working on is personalized and so for example of course it's refine release receive so in that middle stage the releasing of course things can get very deep and so we're we're gonna go i'm gonna give you the same structure of like okay i want you to do this exercise to uncover what your blocks are we then we need to do this healing this parts work this exercise this tapping on what your block is but let's say you're working on a financial goal mm-hmm. um you're we're gonna we're gonna do the exercise based on that financial goal and see what the blocks are there whereas if you're mm-hmm. working on a goal of um friendships and finding the love of your life then we're gonna just pivot it towards that but the the truth is anyway like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything and all roads lead to rome so whether you're working on love your health or money it's gonna probably it's gonna lead you back to that same like blueprint of what your initial wounds are what your kind of soul um your soul mission is basically which is why why we get those wounds and why we have certain family situations growing up so mm-hmm. it's going to lead us back to there whatever whatever your goal is yeah i agree with you because when you're doing self-development work everything just kind of intertwines throughout yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um more on you many can you speak a little bit more on your daily routine so what's your morning routine like and just your day yeah it's so funny because i just actually published a whole podcast episode about routines and like why how what mine is and everything yesterday Mm um so i've practiced for this question uh (laughs) but yeah i'm like habit stacking queen i am such a big believer in routines And so I think it's very important that your routine shifts and changes depending on where you are in your life and what your goals are. And um, also that we don't shame ourselves if we don't do it perfectly, because that's like the number one thing that comes up for people, right? And it's like, usually you're, you're doing a morning routine, let's say, to be more peaceful, to raise your vibration and to feel happy in yourself. And then you're beating yourself up for not doing it, which is moving you further away from peace, further away from all those things, right? So. Mm-hmm. All of that being said, my current routine is in the morning, I wake up, I write in my journal, my gratitude list. So I have like a desired emotion of my manifestation. So I'll write today, I am grateful and whatever my desired emotion is because, and then I'll write out a few reasons for that. And I'll do it based on just like the past 24 hours and like the 24 hours coming so that it's really relevant and I can like really feel those emotions within my body. Mm-hmm. Then I either write out or kind of get up and do like, have like a moving affirmation practice that incorporates like a lot of different things. So I'll get up and do my moving affirmation practice usually, like what I want to receive, what I want to integrate in myself. And then really big thing is movement. So I love to dance. So I usually do like a a YouTube, like I love these African dance workout Mm -hmm. videos. So I'll do them. I feel like it just really raises my vibe and just I feel like moving your energy is so important, especially in the morning when you want to generate that energy and things like that. And it's like the thing that I have the most resistance to, which just tells me like it's the most powerful thing. So 
I do the movements and then I'll eat breakfast while listening to like something high vibe. So a podcast or an audio book or something like that. That's really the, the morning routine. And then in the nighttime, what I'll do is, so it would be preferably like 15 minutes of silent meditation and then 15 minutes of visualization. But in order for me to keep my consistency with that and self-trust and everything, like I'll totally just like, if I only have two minutes that night, then I'll do like two minutes of Mm -hmm. meditation and two minutes of visualization. I just think any like little check-in with it is really helpful. Um, And yeah, that silent meditation, just clear space connects you in with the divine. And I found it like such a, has such an impact on what you manifest even though yeah, it's not generally considered like a manifestation activity, but I just feel like that silent manif- manifestation opens up space in some way within your like being to receive things. So I do the silent manifestation, I do the visualization of what I want to manifest. And then just like as I'm going to sleep, I do like what I call spiritual hygiene. So like the way that we brush our teeth and wash our face mm-hmm. as like, of course, we're going to do that. I am like a big advocate of doing that with our energy. So I'll, and it's super quick and simple. So I'll do cleansing, grounding and protecting every night. And I mean, that takes me like two minutes, like as I'm falling to sleep, you know, it's super simple and easy, but I'll, I'll do that. And it's like, yeah, you're cleansing your energy, you're connecting, you're grounding yourself back into the earth, into the present moment. And you're protecting yourself as you, as you enter into this astral realm. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, so important. (laughs) I'm always like raving about that. And yeah, those are the the things that I do every day. That's so cool and so productive. And throughout (laughs) the day, do you feel your productivity decrease or is it usually kind of the same? Well, what I do you mean like at certain points in the day? Yeah. Does it dip? Yeah. Mm, Totally can. I feel like what makes the biggest difference though is, is if, I'm in the I like I'm not always in the flow of, of that routine you know and if mm-hmm. if I drop out of it my days are like a completely different reality than if I'm in that flow like the momentum that I build up you know it's like you do the nighttime routine and then you've like built up this like little momentum so that the next morning when you wake up it's so much easier to do your morning routine and then that builds up a bit more momentum and then I have like a great day and I'm like wow this this stuff is great like this works so well like let me do my evening me- like meditation I'm like excited to do it and it builds and builds and builds but yeah. then as I stop doing it as it drops off the momentum like the force of momentum starts walking working like against you instead of for you right so it's like then every day I'm like a little bit less motivated then I'll start like doing less work in my business I'll start creating less content then I'm like less energized because of that and then I'm like oh I've got to catch up on all these things and mm-hmm. I need to get back into my routine so what I've noticed is that just keeping those steady routines builds this momentum so that I'm like very energized throughout the day but every day is different like um as I mentioned as well I just find it very important as women to just notice and um like honor our cycle of the fact that like we're we're not on a 24-hour cycle so throughout the month you're not going to have the same motivation and I just kind of try to work with that and and do what works for me I guess Mm -hmm. Mm. and 
actually before we started our podcast I actually had a look at your Instagram and you shared a post about still drinking whilst being very spiritual and I mm. found that very inspiring because I feel as if there are some people that say when you become spiritual you can't do all these things but you've came forward and said that even though you are spiritual you still do things that are kind of considered bad and um, can you speak a little bit more on that absolutely so I think this is such a, a good point that you made because mm-hmm. again it's kind of like that phase that I mentioned before of like when you first have like a spiritual awakening and you're like I've done it all now and a lot of times you also might give up a lot of things in that time that are considered unspiritual which mm-hmm. is totally what I did like when I first like at 16 I I didn't drink uh, like I quit drinking I quit um meat I like I became vegan I didn't use like chemical products like nothing 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 like watching Netflix is bad doing this is bad doing that is bad this is not spiritual nothing is spiritual okay so and like the judgment that I had towards other people that did those things I was like oh they're just so unenlightened you know and it's like now looking back on it it's like oh my god you're literally being so quote unquote unspiritual by being so judgmental towards yourself and towards others. So that's why I wanted to make that post as well. And I want to say that it's really separate to my opinions on alcohol because I'm also like now again, deciding to not drink alcohol, but it's not because it doesn't mean that I'm going to judge someone who does drink alcohol. It's just about finding what's right for you. And it doesn't mean that, you know, three weeks ago when I was still drinking alcohol, that I was, less spiritual than I am now, you know, Mm -hmm. less able to help others or whatever it is, because your existence is spiritual. Like there's nothing you can do to take away from that. And that's literally why you're here to experience and to experiment with all of these things and to have the choice to do them. So yeah, if you're checking in with that, if you're trying to uncover what works for you, then I would say like, that's, that's really positive. For, for you and that can look like a lot of different things mm-hmm. and I just wanted to add that it all comes down to how you feel at the end of the day if you feel good when you're not drinking that's fine and if you feel good when you're drinking that's also fine yeah, yeah. and the thing is that sometimes we we don't check in with that right and that's the, like the same thing about the friendships like it's all about just checking in with your body and actually listening to that because it can be easier like of course alcohol and a lot of other things whether it's like sugar junk food netflix all of these things can be used to avoid and plaster over these things and it it can be something that you're doing that is not serving you and it can be difficult to see that at times um but you know what that's part of the spiritual journey that's if that's happening for you Mm -hmm. that's that's your spiritual path if you're totally unaware right now that alcohol is actually detrimental to you that's part of your spiritual path that's you're you're gonna realize it at some point or you're gonna work on it in the next life whatever it is but it's it's always it's part of the path of of being here it's it's our purpose of being here to to have these challenges yeah I 100% agree with you and thank you so much for your time today Minnie we're going to end with two quick fire questions are you ready sure if you can make one change in the world what would it be If I could make one change in the world, I think it would be that nobody would judge 
each other or themselves and that judgment would be replaced with compassion unconditional compassion which is a concept which i'm a very big advocate on but is is kind of hard to swallow <laughs> yeah it's definitely needed in the world today also and the mm. second question is what is one thing that you manifested that changed your life I would definitely say my business because it gave me the most purpose ever and it allowed me to have the financial freedom to move countries. And yeah, I love it. <laughs> wow. I'm so proud of you, Minnie. Okay. Thank you so much, Minnie. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, and you. Bye.